Welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on this episode, we chat to Graydon James and Laura Spink from Toronto's The Young Novelists about their third studio album in City and Country. It's an album that explores the idea of community through the lens of those stranger-than-fiction tales that get passed from neighbor to neighbor over a cup of coffee at the kitchen table. Well, that's how they describe it. And if that description doesn't make you want to learn more about this recording, well, I'm not sure anything will. It's a great interview. Hopefully you'll stay tuned for that. We also check out more new music we've received, including new music from El Coyote, Annie Lou, Connor Gaines, David Francie, and Steve Dawson. And we're starting off with this song. This is Carly Thomas with Lion's Gate. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Found myself on the coast again Looking up at the lion's gate Thought of all my big mistakes I'd do it all again Until I reach the other side I keep fighting simple life You grow old and then you die That's just the way it is I felt a north wind blow Your name across my lips Thought I saw your face A sailing ship So I called your name You didn't hear me I'm flying nice down the interstate A thousand miles to play the date Open hearts and empty tanks do it all again Yeah, but somehow you just got anchored to this bay Here I am holding on the waves Crash on me every day I need you to hear me now Yeah, they crash on me every day Oh, hear me now
Up and the sun goes down, sky and prairie and another town. The broken lines are stuttered, cold, no sign ahead, just a lonely road. 
Headlights and the scared rear view A thousand miles or more from you Where the eighteen-wheelers haul Their loads no sign ahead Just a lonely road Streets off heaven are paved with gold And the road to hell has paved with souls Someone loves me, this I know Somewhere down the lonely road Tonight the headlights shine, reminders of what's left behind. The wipers sweep, the taillights glow, no sign ahead, just a lonely road. Me, I just have home in mind, what's hard ahead gets left behind. North of seven is rock and snow and a gravel ride on a lonely road. Of heaven are paved with gold And the road to hell has paved with souls And someone loves me, that's I know Somewhere down the lonely road Streets of heaven are paved with gold And the road to hell has paved with souls Someone loves me, that's I know Somewhere down the lonely road Somewhere down the lonely road Somewhere down the lonely road Hey, this is Lizzie Hoyt, and you are listening to the fabulous Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. You're listening to multi-Juno award-winning sideman and producer Steve Dawson with the guitar instrumental Hollow Tree Gap. And that's from Steve's new all-instrumental album Lucky Hand, out now on Black Hand Music. The new album features 10 tracks of solo, duo, and full-bodied string quartet music with a dynamic and almost cinematic scope. It's a fabulous album, and in a style that reminds me of some of Bruce Coburn's great instrumental excursions. We'll definitely have more on a future show. We started off the hour with London, Ontario's Carly Thomas, with Lionsgate from her album Versions, her new acoustic collection of original songs revisited. Now, Carly recently joined us in the studio to record an edition of the video series The Sun Parlor Coffeehouse Sessions. You can check out the sessions on their website, at sunparlorsessions.com or go to YouTube and check out the YouTube channel. We followed that with some Nashville-influenced alt-country Canadian style from Montreal's El Coyote with the Michelle Tompkins song Time Will Tell and that's from their self-titled release. And we wrapped up the set with David Francie with the song Lonely Road from his latest album The Broken Heart of Everything. Next up, Graydon James and Laura Spink from The Young Novelists join us to chat about their latest album in city and country but before we get there from their new album this is come around again you're listening to folk roots radio and i'm jan hall 
If Rio is really the city of your dreams Well, nothing's better there, but it's better than it seems I can get behind taking a break if you want When I was young, just to juxtapose I saw the world through glasses of rose And now I'm a ghost with no house to haunt Part of me is false Part of me is trouble Returning your calls Cause all of me is scared Of what you're gonna do But I am still an optimist An old romantic at my best I hope that you can make this old heart through Cause I won't break if I can bear The second start is not me That's the wonderfully engaging The Young Novelists, fronted by Graydon James and Laura Spink, with the power poppy Come Around Again, and that's from their new studio album, In City and Country. Now, the new album was recorded in Montreal with producer Howard Byleman, who's worked with Arcade Fire, Leonard Cohen, and The Wooden Sky. And according to Graydon and Laura, the new album explores the idea of community through the lens of those stranger-than-fiction tales that get passed from neighbor to neighbor over a cup of coffee at the kitchen table. Well, let's be honest, that sounds very intriguing. And to learn more about the new album, we caught up with Graydon and Laura at home in Toronto. So it's great to be able to talk to you both today. How's life treating you? It's great. It's uh, getting so nice outside, which is kind of lovely. So uh, we're enjoying that a lot. <laughs> there is a wonderful buzz around this new album. This is the third studio album. I, I gotta say, I always feel well. I get lots of feelings. You know, I'm I'm impressed. I'm proud to see how productive you are. And I know, Graydon, uh, we talked way back about how you used to write your lyrics down when you were working as a mail carrier. That was yes. when things first started off. So if you're wondering why your mail never got delivered, it was probably Graydon James from the young <laughs> novelist that was doing it, and he was too busy writing songs. But uh, this album's got great buzz. Uh, we started off with the wonderful Power Poppy come around again, and it, certainly a very, very radio-friendly tune, and quite a band number, you know, compared to, you know, you play as a duo, just you and Laura, and then obviously you have the, the whole band. It's a, it's a wonderful song to be able to throw out, and I imagine it probably is already a live favorite, is it, to be able to play that song and it's very, you know, got a sing-along chorus to it? Yeah. Yeah, since we started playing it a, a while ago, 
it it has been. It, it's a song that we often play at the end of a set uh, or at the end of a show and get everyone to sing along. And it's, yeah, it's a really, and we kind of bill it as one of the only happy songs that we sing, which isn't even exactly true though, because it's still not really a happy song. Yeah, the, the actual lyrical content, if you parse it, it's it's not particularly happy, but but it sounds happy. It sounds so that's, happy. That's what's important. Yeah. Well, you know, that's quite a problem for people like myself, because sometimes we think, oh, yeah, we really love the song. And then you find out, oh, well, there's a murder or a suicide in it, you <laughs> yeah. know, and it's like, oh, well, it doesn't sound like that. So, no, <laughs> you know, part of the preparation we need to do is to actually make sure we know what we're going to be playing. I love the story behind this album. I mean, it, it was so good that I had to, you know, you sent me the notes to include. I had yeah. to include that information in the intro. You know, the, these are songs that people may have shared you know the stories behind the songs may have been shared over a cup of coffee at the the kitchen table and you know that first song come around again i mean i think that was actually um that's a story of a heist right in halton hills or something yeah it's uh i i ended up finding this article and it was about this uh bonnie and clyde style heist it was these this sort of love triangle as well too so there was a a woman and man who were together, but then she was seeing another guy on the side and he convinced her to engage into this crime spree. But it was the smallest, it was the funniest small town crime spree I'd ever heard of because their their takeaway, like the the haul that they had netted was uh, the floor safe of a PetSmart, a spool of copper wire, and then a purse from one dentist's office and then a different purse from a different dentist's office. Yeah. And that was what they were caught with. That was their, their haul. I'd like to talk about the recording of the album because you recorded with Howard Bielerman in Montreal, who I believe you actually uh, met when you were doing a residency out in Banff. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, it was at this cool two-week singer-songwriter residency. It was the first time they'd ever done one. And as part of the, the residency, we all got um, three hours of studio time. And so Howard was the, the producer for all the different studio time things. And over the course of two weeks, they recorded 53 songs uh, with 24 different songwriters. And uh, that's a pretty impressive feat to do. And it was really great to work with Howard. I mean, I was there quite often because I'm a, one of my first instruments that I ever played is the drums. And so I was actually almost like a studio drummer, like living the life of a session drummer coming in two or three times a day to, to just be a drummer for various people's recordings. And that was really a lot of fun for me as well. But just working with Howard in that environment, he's super knowledgeable, super chill, and, and just a really great sort of shepherd for these songs. And so uh, it seemed like a natural idea to just work with him when we came up with the, the time to do the recording. Was it the full band that you play live with that, that were on the album, or were these people who were brought in more for session work? It was kind of a combination. We've we've played with Derek Brady, uh, who played bass, and we've we've played with him live before. But we kind of have a variety of different bass players that we play uh, for live shows. John Law is is our electric guitar player that we've been playing with since 2011. Yeah, the other folks were, were essentially Montreal people that Howard thought would be a good fit with our sound, and so he brought them in. It was actually quite fantastic. Like it all really did gel together really well. So it was it was really great to work with them. So you must be pretty happy with the end result. Yeah, I mean, we as as a person who creates things, you're always, I think, looking at 
your own creation and being like, oh, I screwed up here, or I made this mistake there. You know, it's really easy for us to see the imperfections that are caused by us. And hopefully people, you know, I don't think people really do see that. They don't necessarily go like, oh, Graydon's voice wavered a little bit on that particular syllable. You know, we get pretty down deep into those kind of things. I have a really hard time seeing the forest from the trees, especially like the first year basically yeah. of of putting you know cre- creating an album and putting it out it's re- it's to be honest it's hard to listen to it because of, because of that you're just nitpicking all those little things that you wish you had done differently um and that's just the way that I am and I know that I'm like that so I just try to roll with it the best I can now so so that's a really hard question to answer we will probably like it at some point in the future <laughs> but yeah no it, i mean the, the thing is like there is a a good side to that that quote-unquote nitpickiness it's not really nitpickiness it's just like it's seeking to to do the best job that we can and and laura you know she is really i think one of the reasons why a lot of our albums sounds similar is because laura is is amazing at getting making sure that the vocal sound is as big and warm as as it can be and that's a big part of our recordings and i i give a lot of credit to laura for for figuring out how to get those those great tones and great sounds in our voices and that's a that's really important and it's a big factor in in why we have any success if we do have any success (laughs) oh you definitely are having lots of success there's Mm. absolutely no doubt about that and you know one of the things i was thinking when you were talking about you know the nitpickiness it does seem when we do these interviews with people, I often find that by the time we're talking about the album, you get the impression they're already thinking about what comes next, you know, yeah. because it's almost like you reach that point where, you know, I've listened to this so much and, you know, gone over and over and over. And I, you have to almost take a break from your own album because you, you know, it's almost like, OK, let's go out, play live. Let's enjoy these songs, sharing them with people. But actually listening to the recording itself almost gets a little too challenging. It it is a funny thing that for whatever reason playing live does not seem to have the same uh, like I I you know we have songs that we've been playing since two thousand nine when we first started that we've been playing live and play them not necessarily every show but a lot of shows and still play them and it's still enjoyable to play them but yeah the recording sometimes I mean you know I've probably listened to this this album and every album we've made I've probably listened to them a hundred a hundred and fifty times. Because you, because you have to. Yeah, and it's it, you listen to the mixes when when that gets done, and then you're you're fixing them, you're editing, and then like listening to them again and again, and then getting it mastered. So yeah, by the end of that process, you're just like, I don't want to listen to yeah. this. <laughs> just give me a break, and uh, and then you know, as I say, like maybe a year or two years after you listen to it, and you're like, oh, I haven't heard this in a while, and it almost has a nostalgia for you. Yeah, yeah. So let's take a a break with another song from the album. I want to play that song, Mm -hmm. The Woman Having to Choose Between Two Brothers Who Happen to Be Twin Brothers. Uh, The song is entitled Two of a Kind. I gather this is a conversation from Goderich, which makes me think that if I go into a coffee bar and Graydon James and Laura Spink are sitting at another table, I might move further away for fear that my story (laughs) might might end up in a song. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah. It depends. I don't know if you want a song written about some situation that you're in, then maybe, you know, sit close and talk loud and then we'll uh, we'll be like, "Oh, let's write a song about Jan's uh, issues here." And and maybe that would be a good thing. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's such a it's such a fun idea for a song. I, I imagine when you play these songs live, you've got all these wonderful stories that naturally tumble out whenever you're going to play a song, right? That you say, well, let's play this song, and then you you tell the story. I mean, it's 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 just a natural link from the point of view of um, moving between the recorded work and you know the actual live performance. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I mean, that's one thing that's like, it's wonderful to be in the folk realm because those stories are a big part of the show for any folk artist and people really enjoy hearing them. It makes maybe less sense if we're in like a big bar or a club or something like that, but we don't necessarily do those shows that often anymore. So, you know, in a theater setting, a, in a concert series and that kind of stuff or a house concert or whatever, it's great. It's a, it's a big factor in, in a part of the show. Let's play that song just now. This is the young novelists with the song Two of a Kind from their great new album in City and Country. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. I remember the hard nights. I remember the street lights. I remember the time and the place. Where we kissed Was he in the same place The same look on the same face The same sense of despair Cause I know now what I miss And what are you looking for And what we find Another look to constantly Spent the night at the pension Woke up to the church bell Now even the trees and the leaves Are drifting apart In the dark of the autumn Remember the hard nights I remember the street lights 
remember the time and the place That's the Young Novelists, with two of a kind, from their new album, Insidian Country. Grin James and Laura Spink are our special guests on Folk Roots Radio today. We're talking via Skype, which means we're having so much fun because we can see each other at the same time as talk. Let's talk about the live show, because one of the things I love about you is the fact that you have developed this career. And it almost, I mean, I wonder if there's almost like by accident that you have this wonderful duo that you've developed. I mean, uh, your life partners, as well as playing music together. But you can also play as a band, which to me makes you like the perfect live act. You know, you, if you can only afford two people, you've got them. And if you can afford a whole band, you can get them. Um, yeah. You must be pretty pleased yeah. the way things are working out. Yeah, and that we we did kind of fall into that by accident. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but, so I wish we could say, oh, yeah, that was totally planned. Um, but it, it really came from... You know, us starting as a band and and having, you know, all the instruments play all the parts that we heard in our head when the songs were written. Just realizing that Graydon and I had a different vision of where we wanted things to go. And a lot of the shows that we played, like once we had that option of playing together, um, it opened a lot of doors for us. We got more offers to play other certain venues that, didn't really consider us when we were a band. And so we realized that it, yeah, it just gave us a lot of flexibility to be able to, to play in, in different configurations, which was, which was awesome. So, uh, and yeah, so we built our career on, you know, mainly playing as a duo because we can tour together a lot more easily that way. And, but, but still getting to play band shows when it makes sense to play band shows. So, um, and we and we really do love getting to play as a band. Well, you're certainly a very hard-working band. I think you played, uh, what, over 100 shows for the last album, Made Us Strangers? One of the things I love, and, you know, it, this gets into the business of of music, but I love the way that you really, not just work hard, but, you've, you know, you, you're really trying to expand your reach into different markets. You've been going down to the States a lot. You played at the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance I think, what, several years now? So people yeah. down in the U.S. know you more. I actually noticed this time your your radio tracker is actually from the, the U.S., which seems a good move to, to try and break in. Where does the business side of this come from? Is that a Graydon thing or a Laura thing? Uh, I think Laura's way more business-minded than I am. I am, uh, unfortunately, terrible at business. It has been really good, though, and I mean, you know, once we started doing it, it, it made more sense to, to go that way, just because, uh, unfortunately, there is a much larger population in the States, and it's way easier to just drive an hour or two and have another million people that you can play to. You know, once you realize that, then you're like, oh, yeah, well, that just makes sense. And yeah, there's paperwork, and there's administration, and there's, you know, uh, some other unfortunate sides to it, but as long as you're okay with, with getting that stuff done, then... It ends up being a good career move. And and we have to give a lot of credit to, um, we've been working with our manager, Amy Tarian, almost since the beginning, since 2010. And so she, you know, the three of us work really closely together to kind of, to come up with our plans for, for the future and, and what, what we wanted 
do next year and the year after. So she's really been instrumental in, in helping to, to shape, uh, shape what makes sense for, for us. Yeah, she's been helping us actually connect with people in the UK, and we're going to be heading to Europe hopefully later this year, possibly next year. Um, but we're just we're figuring that out right now. So yeah, the, as you say, breaking those new markets and just figuring out what the next career steps are. As I say, it's not my forte, but it's Laura and Amy have brilliant minds for that kind of thing. So it's great. Um, and we have a bunch of weekend uh, weekend stuff in in Ontario. So we're playing Guelph on the thirty first at Silence. And, and then we're headed out east in June, so we'll be doing some shows in Halifax and... Fredericton, PEI. Fred, yeah. And then doing some stuff, a, a lot of uh, U.S. shows in, in the summer and some festivals and stuff, so... A lot of it is, I mean, we do have, as you mentioned, we have a seven-year-old son, and so we're largely trying to keep it to, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday shows... And that's sort of our mandate. It's been our mandate for the past year or so, just to try to have some family structure and stability. And uh, that's that's important to us as well. So, yeah, we have a lot of, like, essentially most weekends we're either out playing shows or we have a couple of family weddings this summer too. So uh, we'll be doing some of those things too, which is kind of nice. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a busy time. And then plans to go to the U.S. a little later. And then you mentioned into Europe. Now, have you done much touring in Europe before? We've done one tour in Europe. We did uh, Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, and Austria for Made Us Strangers. We have a few contacts there already, but we actually have never played in the UK, which seems like an obvious place to go and play because we're singing English music and it's uh, a place where people speak English. So yeah, Germany, though, you know, they love folk music and the Netherlands is uh, an amazing place to be in and to play as well. So we're going to head back to those places, and, uh, but also add the UK in, into our touring plans. I'm sure they're going to love you in the UK. And again, because you have such wonderful stories about small, small town life. And let's be honest, the, the UK has lots of small towns to, to explore. Yeah. It's been great to talk to you today. If people want to learn more about The Young Novelists, how can they do that? We have our website, theyoungnovelist.com. And from there, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And it's all under, you know, the handle, the young novelist. If you, if you type that in, you'll be able to find us. We have a deal with Google where uh, yeah. you search for the young novelists. Uh, yeah. No, it's, 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 it's really easy. It's kind of hilarious. I mean, I, I actually did an image search for Laura last night uh, out of nowhere. I was just like, I wonder if I put in Laura Spink in, in like the image Google search, what'll come up. And there's actually a bunch of photos that came up that I'd never seen before, which really? is kind of funny. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you can find us. Uh, Google's amazing. Men. Yeah, Google's fantastic. We have shares in Google. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I wanted to put a plug in, because you always have a very nice newsletter. You do these wonderful videos from home uh, where you you know, play and, and talk and Simon gets to interact and uh, <laughs> there's lots of great stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, please head to the youngnovelist.com and sign up for their mailing list. You will not be disappointed. We only have one thing left to do, and that's play the final track. I thought it should be the near title track from the album because you mentioned earlier on that the track City and Country kind of ties it all together. So tell us a little bit about this song. This was a song that was, uh, as I mentioned, it was written a long time ago and never really seemed to make sense for other albums. But um, it's really about when I first came to Toronto and was trying to figure out uh, how I fit into this community, sort of relating it to the community that I had come from as a small town kid. 
just what what the similarities and what the differences are and and you know how how people fit in and sometimes how they don't fit in um and that's okay so yeah it's a lot a lot of different things in that vein but it ends up being the the thesis for for our album now so that's uh that's why it's the near title track as always it's a great pleasure to talk to you both Graydon James Laura Spink from the Young Novelists and this is City and Country from their wonderful new album In City and Country you're listening to Folk Roots Radio and I'm Jan Hall and thanks again thanks so much Jan thanks so much stay
Hi, this is Graydon James and Laura Spink from The Young Novelists. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall.
truth of your past or the facts on where you've been. You can go left or right now, you can't take it anymore. When you're walking alone through a town you've never been before. Walking alone and it seems nobody knows your name. Yes, I know I'm foolish to hold my breath for you. Makes the coldness far away, and when I got there, I had no idea what to do. Dancing in the rain so long, and my feet are getting sore from walking alone through town I've never been before. That's Connor Gaines with the song Walking Alone from his first full-length solo album, Compass, which really has a rootsy R&B flavor to it. And that's the follow-up to his sophomore bluesy band release, Run With The Night. And Connor's song, Leave It On The Line, from Run With The Night, took home the Cobalt Prize for songwriting at the Maple Blues Awards. And before that, another great bluesy songwriter, Sugar Brown with the song Love Me Twice from his latest country blues release, It's a Blues World. And that's just about all we can squeeze into this hour of Folk Roots Radio. We'll leave you with Vancouver Island-based singer-songwriter Annie Lou, with the title track from her fourth album, End Zone. Now don't worry, it's not football-related. Most of the songs on the album were written during the final months of a mother's life. And End Zone was produced by Andrew Collins and features almost a who's who from the Canadian roots scene. It's a great album, and we'll definitely have more from that on a future show. And you can check out the full playlist for this episode on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And you can also listen to previous episodes on demand. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. You can find me on Facebook at Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall, and on Twitter at Folk Roots Radio. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. When you're gonna go, mother When you're gonna go Down the last road, mother Down the last road Where we all go When the story's all told Living in the end Storm. 
or will you slow on down? A clock unwound, living in the end zone. Where you gonna go, mother? Where you gonna go? Is there another side, mother? Final flight End in a silent night Living in the end zone When I saw that you were gone, Mama, 
now we are apart Will I see you when I'm at my own end Living in